Today on CityCast Chicago, a draft majority opinion from the Supreme Court written by Justice Samuel Alito was leaked this week. In it, the court's conservative majority signals they will soon overturn Roe v. Wade. But reproductive rights activists have been sounding the alarm for years. My first thought was we we told you this was going to happen. We talked to the leader of the Chicago Abortion Fund about how overturning Roe will impact the people they serve, even in a state like Illinois, where abortions will still be available. It's Wednesday, May 4th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. and activists, and women in particular, have been sounding this alarm for years. Some said they were overreacting. Or as so often is the case, women were ignored, or talked over, or shushed. But in Illinois, we listened. We listened to the voices of women. And that's why we fought to protect bodily autonomy so that no matter what is facing the rest of the nation, it's guaranteed that Illinois is a safe place where your voices and your experiences matter. That was Illinois Lieutenant Governor Juliana Stratton yesterday responding to the news. Since 2017, our state has protected the right to get an abortion, even if, and in this case, when Roe v. Wade is overturned. Megan, when that update hit your phone yesterday, uh, what was your reaction? I was at a comedy show yesterday, and I was, and I was with a friend of mine who um, also previously worked in reproductive justice. And our phones just started lighting up. I started seeing donations pour into the Chicago Abortion Fund. Megan J. Ifo is executive director of the Chicago Abortion Fund. My first thought was, we we told you this was going mm-hmm. to happen. Um, we have, at the Chicago Abortion Fund and kind of in our network of abortion funds, have known um, that this day was coming since Amy Coney Barrett, um, and then especially mm-hmm. since December 1st, when we traveled to the Supreme Court to hear the oral arguments. Um, and our side was vastly outnumbered by um, by anti-abortion um, activists, protesters. And they you could tell they were just very emboldened. They knew it too. Um, mm-hmm. We knew it and they knew it that this this was going to happen. So people who call abortion funds and people who call the Chicago Abortion Fund have been navigating post-Roe reality for decades. People have been traveling into Illinois They have um, been having to come up with a lot of money to pay for their appointment, to pay for childcare, to um, pay for a hotel in many instances. Um, So this is not something that we aren't experienced with. It's the numbers um, that are really um, going to be devastating. Can you tell us a little bit more about the history of the Chicago Abortion Fund, um, the resources you provide, and and why it was so important uh, for it to be started? The Chicago Abortion Fund is one of the oldest abortion funds in the country. We were founded in 1985. Um, We are a founding member of the National Network of Abortion Funds, which is um, a member organization of over 70 abortion funds across the country. 1985, I'm like, that's 12 years after Roe v. Wade. 
um, uh, originally happened that this organization and the national network were already providing resources and helping people navigate because the assault on the, the ruling started immediately. Immediately, immediately. Um, Henry Hyde right here in Illinois made sure that federal insurance couldn't be used for abortion care in 1974. Um, and that meant that abortion was out of reach um, for specific groups of people, um, low-income people, people of color, immigrants, young people, people in rural communities. But at the Chicago Abortion Fund in um, 2021, we supported over 3,000 people seeking abortion care. Um, we work with about 45 clinics across seven states. We support people in Chicago, in Illinois, and around the region. So that means we support people um, from and traveling to Illinois and mm. uh, from many different states, and then also people staying in their own states, um, primarily in Nebraska, Indiana, and increasingly Iowa. We've been hearing from a lot of folks in Iowa lately. We don't have any restrictions on who we support. So once you reach out to us, um, we figure out a way to connect you to the care you need. Um, figuring out transportation, figuring out um, childcare coverage, figuring out a hotel stay if that's necessary. necessary. Um, frequently it's been figuring out what clinic can get them in in a timely manner because so many clinics even around the Midwest, have been deeply impacted by SBA in Texas. We want to be really clear about who's having abortions, what that kind of health care means, not just to the person having the abortion, but also to their children. The majority yeah. of people who have abortions and the vast are, majority of people, have children. they already have children. Sorry, I did not mean to cut you off. You I just, know. when I, I heard, I heard that, or, uh, you know, that when the first time I heard that, it just, I didn't realize that because that's not the way they, they choose to stigmatize. They, you act like these people don't know what it means to, to uh, have a child, to, to, to rear a child, to love a child, because you, you say abortion is, is anti all of those things. And yet, as you were saying, the majority of the people who seek them um, already have children. So again, I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, every time no, I hear I'm that, glad. it gets I, me. Thank you for breaking it down like that. Yeah, it's true. Illinois is often called an island in terms of the reproductive health care we provide uh, here compared to other states. You mentioned Iowa. You know, For people who don't know what that means in terms of what is legal here, are there any restrictions in Illinois for people seeking abortions? We have some great protections here in Illinois. We have Medicaid coverage for abortion care, which um, was just uh, implemented in 2018. Um, and that has been transformative for our callers. There are um, instances where insurance coverage in Illinois has people who are privately insured, insured falling through the cracks. So if you have a high copay or high deductible or your insurance is federal insurance, um, or you you buy your insurance on specific marketplace kinds of insurance don't necessarily always cover abortion care. And that means that the people who call the abortion, the Chicago Abortion Fund for support who reside in Illinois are primarily um, privately insured people. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What percentage of people the fund helps come from outside of Chicago, outside of Illinois, with with so many of the states around us having trigger laws that when this is overturned, uh, abortion will likely become uh, illegal in some yeah. of those bordering states. Um, you know, h- how many people are you seeing coming from outside of our city and state? In uh, March of 2022, we heard from about 535 people and close to 90% were from out of state. And we anticipate between 3,000 and 6,000 additional people coming into Illinois every month, depending on kind of where on the map things um, start to go dark first. It is so many, it is so many people. Um, we've been able to support 100% of our callers since July of 2019, so almost three years. And the idea of um, not being able to do that anymore is is devastating. The idea mm-hmm. that we will have to turn people away. We haven't had to do that in so long. As you listen to voices from people in this city, in this state, and from, from states around the country, can you speak to the stigma that still surrounds people seeking abortions? You know, has that changed in places like Illinois that are considered an island versus these states that are rolling back protections? Or or do you see a, a still a same level of, of stigma surrounding abortion in places from Illinois to Kentucky to Texas? I, I think there's huge stigma um, around abortion access. Many people can't even say the word abortion, right? They'll say women's rights or a, a woman's right to choose or um, pro-choice. They they won't actually say the word abortion. And what does that, how, how does that impact people? One, people who have had or are having abortions, but two, how we as a society think about abortion. Abortion is an extremely common medical procedure. It is extremely safe. Um, one in four people um, in this country, we'll have abortions. In our movement, we like to say everyone loves someone who's had an abortion. That is true. The vast majority of people in this country don't want to see Roe overturned. But they're not talking about it at their dinner table. They're not talking about it with, with their kids or, you know, on the school playground. Just say the word abortion. I read um, President Biden's press release today. And I, um, you know, on your phone, you want to control F and you can't. Like, I wanted to control F for abortion. Like, did he actually say abortion? He did in this press release. Mm. And we are in an abortion crisis. And to not have um, our electeds say that word publicly greatly um, increases abortion stigma. And we hear from people on our, our helpline all the time, especially when all this news comes out, you know, that they're seeing on their their social media news feeds, they're being vilified. They can't turn to anyone in their community for support because they don't know who will be there to support them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I saw a tweet earlier from a from an artist I follow and he said, no universal health care, prenatal care is trash, some of the highest low birth weight rates, some of the highest maternal mortality rates, no guaranteed maternal leave, inadequate sexual education, and y'all finna reverse Roe versus Wade. 
y'all hate women for real. Yeah. And, and I saw that and it just made me think about how dangerous when you take into all the other ways we do not protect women, we do not protect poor people, we do not protect persons who are able to get pregnant. Like, how dangerous is this going to be when it's officially overturned? Because making abortion illegal does not stop abortion. No, it doesn't. It, it doesn't stop abortions. Um, and these bans and restrictions just disproportionately impact, you know, communities that you just said, um, women, um, trans people, gender nonconforming people, immigrants, people of color, people who have survived um, systemic oppression and hold, you know, multiple marginalized identities. That is who this is going to impact. Yeah, it's a, um, it does feel like hatred. It does, it, it does, it, it feels like hatred. Mm -hmm. Well, how can others help support the people you serve at Chicago Abortion Fund? How, how can we get as much resources, donations as possible? How can people reach out? We are in the middle of our biggest annual peer-to-peer -peer fundraiser at the Chicago Abortion Fund. It's called the Fundathon, and you, along with um, your people, can fundraise for abortion access. We give you a toolkit. We tell you exactly what to do. We give you scripts. I think we've raised like 15000 extra dollars in the last, what is it, since 16, 17 hours. We're trying to raise 250000 I think we're at right about $100,000, and that money goes directly to supporting abortion access in Illinois. So that is a, a really great way to get involved to make sure that Illinois remains a state that people um, surrounding us can come to. How can Illinois, you know, roll out the welcome mat? When you look at the the map of where we'll go dark when when this happens this summer, it's really bleak. Illinois is truly the only place thousands of people are going to be able to um, to go to access care. So making sure that Illinois protects that, that care is really important. Megan Jaifo is the executive director of the Shy Abortion Fund on such a busy day and such a, a difficult day. I appreciate you making time for CityCast Chicago. Thank you for having me. For other ways to support reproductive justice in Illinois, see today's newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm slash newsletter. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. According to reports, it looks like the mayor will choose Bally's River West as the winning casino proposal. The hotel and casino will be located at the old Chicago Tribune building at Halston in Chicago. An official decision could come later this week. Now, did y'all see the city's newest PR campaign, Chicago? is to celebrate Lake Michigan and the quality of our drinking water, apparently, with what looks like canned tap water. Yeah, I'm going to need you to let me know what you're thinking on this one. Leave me a voicemail at 773-780-0246. There's some good news to get you through. May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, and you can celebrate around the city in all types of ways. Check out our newsletter for some events going on this month. Yes, that's two plugs for the newsletter. That means it's fine. Check it out. As always, I appreciate you for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Just confirm this is audio only. Yes, ma'am. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm in here in a scully and a sweater in the middle of a closet, my G. You never I, know. I can't show I mean, myself you know. like this to the world. <laughs> 